Hello and welcome to episode number 91 of the Random Thoughts podcast. That's R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com online. I am your host, Darren O'Neill. On today's show, we're going to be talking about the 4th of July. It is coming up here in a couple of days, Independence Day. And it's something that growing up, I remember the usual stuff fireworks, barbecues, things like that. A lot of things that were revolving around the founding fathers, especially for the bicentennial. And I have to say, the feeling of 4th of July is getting a little bit different as we go through a time in our history where we want to erase history. We want to rewrite history. And these things can lead to some real problems for those who don't know or don't understand history. Like anything in our life, when we're kids growing up, you know, if you put your hand on the hot stove, usually you only do that once because you then have a memory of doing that and you know it's going to hurt. That's part of your history. And remembering that is going to help you make better choices going forward. And it's no different when it comes to our collective history as a country in the United States of America or our shared history for the planet Earth, this little ball that we're on, this little blue marble. Spaceship Earth is Disney. The once great company would call it. Bill O'Reilly is upset. And I mentioned him on a few podcasts recently because news coverage since the pandemic hit has been really hard to come by. If you want a source that is actually dealing with facts and not just pontificating the whole show about how bad the president of the United States is. So I've turned to Bill O'Reilly who is getting a lot more coverage lately as he moved on to one of these, the first or something. It's a conservative streaming service. It also goes out, uh, I guess, to some cable TV. I don't know. I just watch him via his website. But he came up with a pretty simple slogan that he's hoping everybody can get behind. And it seems pretty easy to me, and it seems pretty rational to me, which is why it'll never work. It is just stand up for your country. We're seeing things where we have white people kneeling in front of protesters because, you know, we have to apologize for something that we did not do. This concept that you have to apologize for what you're forefathers did the people that came before you in your lineage is absolute crap the concept that there is a systemic racism in the united states i'm not seeing it and i would love to talk and debate with anybody that sees that built into the system of the united states rather than something that is there based upon personal decisions that people make and parents make for their kids. Like a lot of things, parenting really will make a difference 
where your kid's going to wind up. And nobody wants to really talk about that amongst other things. But Bill O'Reilly wants people to stand up and say they've had enough. He's echoed some things that I've said recently as well, which are I think there is a silent majority of people who are not going for this concept of defunding the police, the concept of we must remove all the statues. We must remove anything that points back to the days of civil war and before. I mean, go woke Dixie chicks. They're now just the chicks. That's exciting. Lady Annabellum's now just Lady A. We're making things into race that have nothing to do with race. There was a time when racism was systemic, and that's when we had slavery. And that was taken care of. There was a civil war. People fought on both sides, people of all, both colors, all colors on both sides, both black, white, everything in between. But we still are fighting the same things over and over again. And Bill O'Reilly said it's a very simple thing. You either believe that the United States of America is at the core a honorable country or you don't. If you don't, then you're one of these people like the Black Lives Matter group who is run by Marxists who wants to see capitalism toppled. They want to see anything owned in private hands move to the public hands. So you think you can own an iPhone? Screw you. They want no property, none at all. No property. That is a Marxist utopia you get to own nothing you don't get a car you don't get a house it's all owned by everyone you're all just one big utopia and how you decide who gets what well i mean (laughs) go figure out how that works which is what a lot of these people have been trying to do but you go to the countries where it's been tried and it never really works And the cancel culture is a big part of this because we need to silence. Well, not we. They need to silence anybody that dares bring up logic, that dares bring up fact, that dares say anything that doesn't go along with their ideology. And in the case of Black Lives Matter, even Terry Crews, a black actor, which I really enjoyed watching him in Everybody Loves Chris. I've never watched the uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine or whatever it's called. But a few months back, he made a statement and uh, he tweeted something recently, both of which got him into hot water. And it's interesting to see just how the nutso left-leaning media of the Daily Beast covered this. but. Terry Crews dared to tweet, quote, if you are a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed and ideology. We must ensure hashtag Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into hashtag Black Lives Better. So this is. Just another way, obviously, of saying 
all lives matter and let's be careful about the message that we're spreading what he probably understands or maybe doesn't is that the hashtag the group black lives matter and the slogan are two different things there are a lot of people that say black lives matter that believe it and it's a good thing it's honorable i will say it on the sense of what those three words actually mean they are three beautiful words black lives do matter but the group black lives matter being led by marxists who are taking 71 percent of the donations coming in and using it for to line their own pockets well you know that may be a little bit of a different thing which is why it was a genius thing to name the group but Terry Crews really got hammered on Twitter, reading the responses coming in of people just calling him ignorant. I finally got a sense of what this is really about and what people want, because in previous shows I mentioned, it's like systemic racism. Show me where it exists, because I look at the way the United States is set up. And I see the most fair system anywhere on the globe that allows people to make whatever they want of their lives. Now, some people do it and some people don't. Some never try. Some try and fail. Some fail multiple times, but can still pick themselves up by their bootstraps and try again. But one of the responses to Terry Crews noted that he was ignorant because he didn't understand it was going to take trillions of dollars. I mean, we're getting into some real money now. And the rectifying of the economic situation in the USA because a majority of businesses are still owned by white folk. So you're going to start having to ask yourself the question, well, how do you make that better? If you feel that too many businesses are owned by somebody other than the black community, well, how do you change that? And the answer to me seems to be at the barrel of a gun under a revolution where we topple capitalism and everything the United States has stood for, and we go into Marxism. And that would seem like a crazy conspiracy theory if the three women who started Black Lives Matter Global, the group, weren't self-avowed Marxists. I mean, it's right there. There's no journalistic work that has to be done. They admit it. It's there on their website. But have you ever heard that on CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, PBS? No, NPR. We don't want to cover real news. We don't want to do that because it doesn't go along with the narrative that orange man bad. We must get rid of Trump. Terry Crews also tweeted a while back, quote, defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. Like it or not, we are all in this together. Now, if a white person said that, they would get hammered. And he's still getting hammered as a black guy saying this. But I don't see where his logic is wrong i do not see where his statement is incorrect equality is the truth and like it or not 
We are all in this together. The Daily Beast, I mean, just a journalistic bunch they are, covered this in this way. Quote, with these tweets, Cruz seems to be pointing to the increasing prevalence of pro-black stances within black communities, especially black activist circles, and saying that they're too much dangerous, even. Many popular black pundits, actors, and commentators moved to call him in and out online, expressing outrage that a prominent black figure like Cruz is using his platform to espouse all lives matter talking points. So, yeah, all lives matter, not good. We have to really squash the concept that we're all in this together. We can't have that in this particular Marxist vision of the world that these people have. It continues, but the expectation that Cruz employ a competent anti racist framework misses that in a reversal of the actor's own hackneyed statement, Plenty of black people still need to unlearn anti-blackness, too. So black people, if you think all lives matter, if you think equality is what these people want, you're totally missing the point. And the Daily Beast is saying that specifically to you. They continue to cruise, affirming blackness without centering or requiring white allyship is a step toward supremacy. His is a basic misunderstanding of how race science was formed and functions. I mean, race science. Now there's a science behind how the races interact. Sure, sure there is. And who came up with this load of bullcrap? And all of this and how it resulted in systemic racism. I won't go into that history lesson here. Since I and several other writers, thinkers, activists, academics, and regular people have already done so time and time again. But what's worth underlining is that not all or even many black people are anti racist experts. Oh, really? They're not anti racist experts because the Daily Beast says so. And there are plenty of black people who still view their own experiences as well as broader systemic racism through a white lens that's how a white supremacist capitalist sees there we go capitalism told you it was coming told you this wasn't about equality told you this wasn't about fairness told you it wasn't about anything but getting rid of capitalism and taking money away and redistributing it because that's what this is all about but that's what the daily beast says here again let me say this again That's how a white supremacist capitalistic society succeeds, not simply by grooming white racists, but making it such that even the victims of racism must internalize racist ideas in order to gain status and security in major institutions. Aren't they pretty much calling Terry Crews and Uncle Tom here? I mean, this is horrible. This is the racism. This is the problem with the country is these assholes and they're the ones that the media is propping up over and over again. It's getting out of hand. There was a video of a guy. This was great. It was a black guy tearing down some of the signs that the Black Lives Matter had put up across the street from his house. 
And he was attacked by two white men, like literally attacked. The guy came out of nowhere and tried to tackle him. Luckily, the black guy was pretty quick, got out of the way. And they had nothing much more than a shoving and shouting match. But I thought it was an interesting thing to watch. The white Black Lives Matter supporter going after a black guy for tearing down the signs. I mean, really? Explain that one to me. This isn't about black lives. The group Black Lives Matter isn't about black lives. It's bullshit because they're not here in Chicago. They're not in L.A. They're not in Baltimore. Where are they when black kids are getting killed on a daily basis? Chicago and New York are both out of control. So let's defund the police because that's not going to do more harm to these poor neighborhoods. No. It doesn't make any sense. Chicago is out of control. And the 4th of July weekend, I fear what will happen because the last few weekends here in Chicago, I have talked about it to you before, and it's angering and it's upsetting that kids are getting killed all the time for no reason. Then they live in neighborhoods that are plagued by violence and the mayor does nothing. Lori Lightfoot, do something. Where's the governor? I mean, where's old fat Pritzker? I know I've got a few extra pounds, so I shouldn't be calling him that. But where are you, Pritzker? You and your billions of dollars. Where are you when it comes to the violence in Chicago? Why won't you do something to try and stop this? Why will the media not cover this? Why will Al Sharpton not get his ass down here? And he's skinny now. Good work, Al. You're healthy. Get your ass to Chicago and do something. Jesse Jackson, he's disappeared. He was useless anyway. But where is somebody that will take a stand? There should be protests in the streets over the fact that children are getting killed. And we're talking young, young, young kids in the past few weeks, too, that were under three years old, got shot and killed in Chicago. One was a teenage girl, 16 or 17, that was demonstrating a dance she had just learned on TikTok for her mom when a bullet came through the front window. This should not be acceptable. We worry about things in this country that you say are a big problem, like the police, but the police don't kill anywhere near what black-on-black crime does. But nobody cares about black-on-black crime. The idea that the police are the problem, the stats simply do not support that vision. Yet you have morons like the mayor, another Marxist or straight out communist, de Blasio in New York, who's cutting a billion dollars from the police, even though the crime stats in New York are skyrocketing. From last year to this year, over the last month, it was like over a hundred and something percent raise in shootings. And this is while people are allegedly inside afraid of the Rona. It's absolutely insane. But you have to start asking yourself, who wants this? And why do they want this kind of violence? Why do they want the system to break down? And the answers you're going to start finding simply 
are probably not going to make you feel any better. There is a lot of problems in this country, sure, but show me a place where it's better. I mean, I'm reminded just a few weeks ago, we had Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer putting on their African garb. I mean, the ultimate in virtue signaling crap and taking a knee for George Floyd. And I mean, what happened to George Floyd was terrible. It seems like it was a murder. I wasn't there. We saw the video, what the information we're getting. This appears to be a case where the police officer was at fault, did something really bad, and is being prosecuted for it. But when you go and put your African garb on Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and take a knee, I want to know why you're not talking about what's actually going on in Africa today. Black Lives Matter likes to talk about reparations for slavery that ended in the United States, what, 150 years ago? Well, Slavery is still going on in Africa, and there's black people in Africa. Where are you, Black Lives Matter? Why aren't you talking about this? Did you know that in 2017, the International Labor Office estimated that seven out of every thousand people in Africa are victims of slavery today? That's over nine million people. That's more than the population of New York City. So if Black Lives Matter, why is nobody talking about that? Because they can't get any money from those people. They want to destroy America. They want to take money out of your pocket. They want to get capitalism gone. And they're using Black Lives Matter as a slogan for that. But they don't give a crap about Black Lives. If they did. They would be talking about New York, Chicago, the violence. They'd be talking about slavery currently going on in Africa, but they're not. They're not. And these are things that should be being talked about. Why aren't they? Well, you maybe want to go ask the Marxist running Black Lives Matter. They want to pull down capitalism, but I don't think a lot of black people want the end of capitalism. Between 2007 and 2012, according to a site, blackdemographics.com, black-owned businesses in the United States increased 34.5%. That seems like a positive thing to me. People can make it in the United States of America. You can start with nothing, and you can make your own way. Education is a big part of that. And that's something nobody else really wants to talk about either, is the fact that people have to put in the work. Well, I mean, Marxists don't want anybody to put in the work, I guess. But if you're living in a system where you have to put in the work, which a capitalist system is, and uh, it makes sense, because otherwise you could just lay on your ass. You get nothing if you lay on your ass. If you work your ass off, you can make whatever you want. We talked about Charlemagne the God making millions of dollars a year who was a troubled youth at the very least. There are plenty of black business owners, black entrepreneurs who have made millions of dollars in the United States of America. So you have to do the work. 
And part of that is getting educated. The latest stats, public high schools in the United States, 89% of white kids graduate, only 78% black, 80% Hispanic, 91% Asian, 72% Native American. That's the graduation rate for public high schools in the United States. And education is important. There's no question about it. I'm all for expanding education. And I don't know why people get so hung up on this free college for all thing. Because the Republicans should really jump on that and be like, you know what? That's a good idea. We're already paying from kindergarten through 12th grade. Why not add four more years if people want to get an education? It'll make the country better. Just rein in the costs because you can do that and offer it. There could still be private institutions that can do whatever they want, but it doesn't make any sense to me that we're really going to throw that down as something we can't afford with all the money that's being spent, all the tax dollars spent in the United States, increasing from the 12 grades through high school to 16 to get you through college. I don't know. Seems like it would be well worth the price. But people, again, have to do the work. Kids have to go through school. They have to get the education. If they're going to want the jobs, they're going to make them more money than what you're going to get flipping burgers. And you also have to understand again, and I've mentioned it before, but I think it's worth repeating that the concept of raising the minimum wage is helping the uneducated people that aren't really good getting into the workforce. Well, do your homework and you'll see the reason for raising the minimum wage is to keep the less skilled worker out of the workforce and on the government dole. That's what the left loves. So as we head into the 4th of July, just remind yourself of what came before and ask yourself if this really is such a horrible country. I mean, Africa, 9 million people currently enslaved. But tell me the United States is the one that really has problems. But Black Lives Matter and all, but we just want to ignore what's going on in the rest of the world. It would be one thing if it was just Black Lives Matter U.S., but no, their name, it's right in their name, Black Lives Matter Global. And I want to know what they're doing about the slavery issue in Africa. In the United States here, I hope everybody has a great 4th of July weekend. Do not play with firecrackers and blow your hands off. But remind yourself of the history and do a little bit of homework because the history of the United States overall, the totalitarianity of it all, is a pretty impressive thing. The United States can still be the shining beacon on the hill if we don't allow the Marxists and communists to tear it down. I hope you're enjoying what you've been getting here on the Random Thoughts podcast. If so, do me a favor and go over to randomthoughts.com, R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com and click one of those subscribe buttons. And if you really like the show, we do work on the value for value model. And that means if you got something out of the show, you can give it back to us at any type of value. Money's preferred, but you know, whatever you got, you can go to randomthoughts.com and click one of those subscribe buttons. Use the QR code for Bitcoin. And we have a P.O. Box address there as well. So keep in mind, those who do not remember history are doomed to repeat it. Don't be one of those people. Until next time, I am Darren O'Neill. Thank you for listening.